Alright, what's good everybody? Welcome to the first episode of Inside My Head. So, the NBA bubble. It's um, it's pretty weird. <laughs> this is what the episode is going to be about. Uh, it's, it's weird, but it's basketball. At least it's basketball. We have it back. Uh, it's around over halfway done currently, the regular season. And... We're just waiting for the playoffs, I guess. Um, my view on the bubble, personally, I think it's very interesting, very weird, as I've said before, obviously, because we've never seen anything like this before. So it's, yeah, but hey, it's basketball. I'm happy. I get to watch basketball again. And I don't know what it is, but there's an, there's been these players who you would not expect to make an impact the way they have in the bubble. There are so many different players that have just taken an insane step up. And (laughs) even teams, too. There's teams that were amazing in the regular season that are struggling right now, and then vice versa. It's really weird. The bubble is a weird place. But <laughs> this, uh, yeah, this will definitely go down in the history of books for sure. So, all right, <laughs> now that we got that out of the way, I'm just gonna say this real quickly. This is off topic, but uh, if you want to go subscribe to my YouTube, uh, same name, uh, Koki Griff 13 on YouTube. Haven't uploaded on there in a little bit because I've been pretty busy, but I'm definitely going to upload soon. So now I wanted to get into the uh, the standout players of the bubble so far. So not just people like, you know, Giannis, AD, all those guys, James Harden. Uh, yeah, they're still playing amazing. They're still standout. But I'm talking about the players we did not expect to have this kind of impact that they have, that they've had in the bowl. Well, some of these players have already impacted their team in the past, but I mean, like, they've taken a huge step forward. So we're going to start off with the name that's going around the NBA, all the way from Indiana, the Indiana Pacers small forward, TJ Warren. He has been unbelievable. I'm telling you, unbelievable. He was averaging little under 20 a game for the regular season before quarantine. And now in the bubble, he's my man is averaging 35 almost 35 points a game, almost 7 rebounds and two and a half assists a game. 35, and in the first game in the bubble, he put up 53. And it's not like he's just jacking up a bunch of shots like James Harden. He is shooting amazing. He's shooting, I want to say, well above 50%. So he's he's definitely been the surprise of the bubble for sure. But now let's get into a couple of names that obviously everybody's familiar with and have already made huge impacts. But have even st- they're taking a bigger step up, if you know what I mean. Uh, we'll start off with Devin Booker. 
start off with Devin Booker. Uh, leader of the currently undefeated Phoenix Suns, who are the best team in the bubble right now. Yeah, I know it's weird. They're the best team in the bubble right now. Devin Booker went from averaging 26 in the regular season to now he's averaging 29, almost four rebounds, and almost six and a half assists. I know that's not a huge step up, but that's still crazy. That's that's just still crazy to me. The Suns are five and zero. They're unstoppable. I I really don't have any explanation for that. A uh, little explanation, but Devin Booker's been absolutely killing it. He's show he's showing the NBA that he deserves to be called one of the elites. Sorry, I keep uh stuttering. All right, now let's move on to Luka Doncic for a second. I know he's already been putting up unreal numbers in the regular season, like 30, almost a triple-double a game, 30-point triple-double a game. But now in the bubble, he's averaging 33, almost 12 rebounds and almost 12 assists, which I have never heard of, bro. Even Westbrook, when he won MVP, didn't even put up that kind of number. I I I don't know, dude. Luka, Luka, I'm saying this now. Luka Doncic is going to be one of the greats if he can one stay healthy, which he hasn't had any problems with that before. But he can stay healthy, and um, if they can build more pieces around him, because the the Mavericks are good right now, they're a playoff team. But obviously, I don't think they're going to contend for a title this year. Obviously. Because they're like the six, seven seed. They just need a little more pieces for that Mavericks team to build around Luka, just like they did with Dirk. And look, they turned Dirk into a champion. I can't see why they can't do the same for Luka. So now let's get into more surprising names. Let's go with uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich, or however you say his name. I'm just going to say Bogdan because that's what it looks like. Still don't know how to say his name. But He's uh, averaging 15. He, he was averaging 15 for the regular season. And he took a pretty big step up for, you know, who he is. He's averaging 20.2 points, 3.8 rebounds, 2.8 assists. Which, that's, that's borderline all-star level right there. Which, when you think of Bogdan Bogdanovich, again, however you say his name, you don't think of borderline all-star. He just transformed into that in the bubble. He uh, he put up 35 a couple days ago, and then the next game he put up 27. So he's on a hot streak right now. And well, the Kings just aren't winning games. It's him and De'Aaron. Like, let's move on to another name, De'Aaron Fox. Like I just said, killing it in the bubble. 26.2 points a game. Compared to the regular season when he was averaging just around 20. 2.6 rebounds and 7 assists. De'Aaron Fox has been absolutely killing it in the bubble. I'm pretty sure first game of the bubble he had 39. Something like that. He's been playing out of his mind. It's just the Kings cannot win games. They cannot win games. I don't know, but they just can't. (laughs) So let's move on to another name. Uh, Gary Trent, 
Now, if some of you know who Gary Trent is, respect, because most people do not know who Gary Trent is. He is a person who plays for the Portland Trailblazers, a guard, <laughs> does not get much minutes, but because of his huge step, he's gotten a lot more minutes. He went from averaging like eight points a game, something like that, maybe even less in uh, pre-quarantine. Now he's averaging almost 21 a game, out of the blue, and then averaging two rebounds to assist, out of the blue. I don't know how it happened, but it did. It's crazy. Would not expect Gary Trent Jr. to take that huge jump that he did. Like, all these players in the bubble, I don't know why, but they're just taking this huge step up. Like, this is exactly what Devontae Graham did. Uh, Bam Adebayo did. Except it was before the bubble. You know? Uh, Next name. Let me bring up Michael Porter Jr. Now, People will know who Michael Porter Jr. is. He was one of the best prospects in 2018, selected by the Nuggets. Uh, he missed his rookie season with an injury, and he missed a lot of this season. But now that he's playing, dude, the Nuggets might be a finals contender, if not this year, then the next couple of years. Because their young core is playing out of its mind right now. Michael Porter Jr. is averaging 26 and 10. I do, because not only do they have Jokic, Jamal Murray, Bol Bol has been playing decently. You know, his first ever game, put up 16 and 10, six blocks. They have Gary Harris still. Will Barton is playing really well. Ah, bro. Jeremy Grant, I like him. Torrey Craig is improving. This Nuggets team is filthy, bro. This Nuggets team is filthy. I don't think they're going to make the finals this year. But in the next couple years, dude? Jeez, you better watch out for them, bro. Next up, we got another son, DeAndre Ayton. Now, he hasn't taken a big step up. I just wanted to talk about DeAndre Ayton for a little. So you know how he he, he missed a good portion of the season with a suspension. Uh, I actually started to have doubts that he was going to bounce back from that because I, had, I just had a feeling. I know he had a great rookie season. For some reason, no one talked about him, even though it was the first pick in the draft. Well, there was a little bit of a reason. Uh, Trey Young and Luka was the talk of the NBA. DeAndre Aiden wasn't really talked about. But I had a little bit of doubt in DeAndre Aiden. He proved me wrong. In the bubble right now, he's averaging 18 and 10. Two and a half assists. 18 points, 10 rebounds, two and a half assists. Which, <laughs> with Devin Booker averaging almost 30, and the, I, I don't know, dude. I mean, Kelly Oubre is out, and he was uh, actually a, a good portion of their scoring in the regular season. He was having a great year. But, dude, DeAndre Ayton and Devin Booker, if you can bring more talent around them, watch out for the Suns, bro. Watch out for the Phoenix Suns, dude. Jeez. And uh, last but not least, we have Derek White of the San Antonio Spurs. 
a name that you might have heard of because last year he went on a tear in the playoffs. Uh, I'm pretty sure he filled in for an injured Devontae, DeJounte Murray. Sorry. And, uh, I, I mean, ever since that, he's been okay. You know, he's been pretty good. He's been a good role player. Uh, like eight, nine points a game. Something like that. But, bro, the bubble, Derek White, 22 points, five rebounds, five assists. Jeez, bro. I don't know how these average to a little above average players are playing out of their minds right now. And people like LeBron took a step down. LeBron is averaging like 19, 20 points a game, which is still pretty good, obviously. But he was averaging like 27 pre-quarantine. So LeBron's MVP numbers have definitely gone down, I can tell you that. Because of how bad the Lakers have played in the bubble right now. But we'll get to that later. So, now that we're done covering some of the standout players, I wanted to get into uh, the team records for the bubble. And uh, let's just start off with the East. So, I have them ranked by amount of losses. So... It doesn't matter how many wins they have. Depends on how many losses they have. So first place so far for the East is the Toronto Raptors. They are undefeated right now, three and zero record, which brings them up to a forty nine and nineteen record total. So the Raptors have been on a tear. They are. I mean, they're not going to win the the one seed though. Because the Bucks are just that much ahead. But if the bubble went on for like twenty games, like if they if they just uh finish the rest of the season, I think the Raptors might have taken the one seed. Because currently they are six games away from the Bucks. And it could have happened, bro. It could have happened. So second place to everyone's surprise is the Indiana Pacers, four and one. Which brings them to a 42 and 27 record. And I have two words for you. One name, TJ Warren. He is a big reason why the Pacers are 4 and 1 right now in the bubble. Because, like I said before, 35 points a game. Somehow, TJ Warren. I, I, don't, know, I, don't, know, I don't know how he's been doing that, but he has. So they're 42 and 27 now. Uh, they're not contending for a title, in my opinion. They're just. A playoff team. I don't think they have the pieces around them just yet. I don't think they have that superstar player. Yeah, I know they have Oladipo and Sabonis, but I don't think they have that superstar player to take them to the next level. So, next up we have the Philadelphia 76ers, two and one. They they haven't played many games in the bubble. They've been pretty. They, you know they've been pretty good. They're 42 and 27 now. They are the sixth seed in the East as as we speak. You know, I don't really have too much to say to that. Too much to say for that record. Sorry, I keep stuttering. <laughs> uh, they only they only played three games. But yeah, the Bucks are number four with a two and two record. They're five hundred. They have not been too great in the bubble. They've been average, two and two. They are fifty five and fourteen now on the year. Incredible record. If only they could have uh, finished out the season 
they definitely would have been a 60-win team. Fifth place is the Celtics, 2-2. Two and two. Now, the next four are all 2-2, two and two, but I just ranked them based on their uh, their total record. So the Celtics is next. With a 46-23 and 23 record, they're 2-2. Two and two. Uh, I think they would have been 3-1 and one if it wasn't for that horrible Jason Tatum performance. I think it was the first game where he shot, like, I don't know. It might have been, like, 12% from the field. I'm not kidding. But next up, we have the Heat. Again, 2-2. Two and two. They're 43-26 and 26 on the year. I might have to make a separate episode on the Heat because I have so much respect for the Heat this year, bro. I didn't think the Heat were going to be that good. That, that was just me because I didn't know if Bam Adebayo was all that. I just thought of him as like a role center. Uh, I didn't know that. I didn't think that Jimmy Butler was going to be the guy. He obviously has been. Uh, and a big another big reason why the Heat have been so good is their young core. Kendrick Nunn, who was a finalist to win Rookie of the Year. We've got Tyler Hero, who's been playing really well for them. And then the Cinderella story. Sorry. But the man with the Cinderella story, Duncan Robinson. I completely messed that up. But Duncan Robinson has had a great year. And then Bam Adebayo, who is a favorite to win Comeback Player of the Year. This I have so much respect for this Heat team, dude. I think they're going to be really good in the future. Next up, we have the New... Uh, did I just say New Orleans? I'm so sorry. Brooklyn Nets. <laughs> Promise you, the podcast get better from here. This is only number one. <laughs> but the Nets are 2-2. 33-36 two and two, and 36 record overall. Obviously, they would have been a lot better if it weren't for injuries. Obviously, KD was hurt the entire year. Kyrie was hurt for a majority of the year. And uh, Kyrie's not playing in the bubble. Uh, yeah. So they're they're in a tough spot right now. They're they're going to be in the playoffs, obviously, but they're definitely not going to make it far. And then number eight, we have the Magic, also two and two, thirty-two and thirty-eight record. They have completely disappointed me. I thought that I thought they were going to be a lot better this year, dude. I, I don't know, dude. I thought uh, John Isaac was going to take a big step up. I thought that Vucevic was... I actually thought Vucevic was going to have a breakout season. He's been good. Not great. I thought he was going to have a breakout season. I thought Markel was going to have a better season than he did. Although, I probably shouldn't have because, you know, he's really not that... He's, he's just like an average point guard. Uh, I thought Aaron Gordon was going to have a borderline all-star season. I just really, really overestimated the Magic. They're, they're a playoff team, though. <laughs> and then finally, you have the Wizards. Not much to talk about the Wizards. They're 0-4. They've been terrible. They're not competing at all for a playoff spot. That, yeah, there's that. Moving on to the Western Conference. Again, I've already talked about them. The Suns, 5-0. and Completely surprised me. I didn't think they would contend for an 8-seed. They are right now. They are... Behind the Pelicans, Trailblazers, and Spurs, but they're not far away from any of those teams. They're tied with the Pelicans. They only have, uh, they're only one. They've only played one game more than the Spurs. They practically have the same record. It's just they have one more loss. Same wins, just one more loss. Pretty much tied with the Spurs, and then the Trailblazers just have a couple more wins than them. But yeah, 
Suns are 5-0. They could compete for an 8 seed. I don't know if they will, but they could. Next up, this actually surprised me. The Houston Rockets are 3-1 and one in the bubble right now. Pretty good. I didn't, they're number two in the West according to losses. Uh, 43-25 in the year. Again, another team that kind of disappointed because, you know, they brought in Westbrook. Their team was looking pretty good. But then they traded Clint Capella, which I have no idea why they did. Because now they have P.J. Tucker and Robert Covington running center. Which I still don't have an explanation for. But moving on, I've already talked about them again. The Denver Nuggets. Really high in the Nuggets for the next couple of years. They're 3-2 right now in the bubble. Not too bad. They're 45-24 and 24 in the year. I don't think they're finals contender. But they're definitely a great team. And they will be in the future. Next up, we have the Clippers. I meant to switch those two. The Clippers are ahead of the Nuggets, actually. Clippers, 3-2. They've been okay in the bubble. They're 47-22 and in the year. Great year. Amazing offseason. Big things to come for the Clippers, bro. I'm telling you. Next up, we have the Trailblazers. The Trailblazers are 3-2 in the bubble. They surprised me again. Big reason is Gary Trent, dude. Practically 21 a game. They're 3-2. They're 32-39 and in the year. Hey, they're competing for an 8 seed. Look at how bad the Grizzlies are playing right now. Trailblazers might take that spot, dude. Next up, we have the Oklahoma City Thunder, who are 2-2. Two and two. They're 42-26 and 26 on the year. Again, great, great, great season by the Thunder. I did not know if they're going to be a playoff team or not. After they lost Westbrook, they lost Paul George. They proved me wrong. They've been great this year. Huge respect to the Thunder. Huge respect to Chris Paul. Uh, the Spurs are next. They're 2-2. Two 30-38 and, two. and 38 on the year. And, yeah, they've, they've just been okay in the bubble. Not much to say about the Spurs. They're a pretty boring team right now. <laughs> so, I don't know much about the Spurs. Mavericks next, 2-3. and Kind of disappointed me in the, in the bubble, although Luke has been playing out of his mind. They're 41 and 30 on the year. Watch out for them in the future. Seriously, watch out for them in the future. Next up, we have the Utah Jazz, 2 and 3 right now, 43 and 26. They're the main reason why the NBA got shut down in the first place. Uh, I like the team, though. Donovan Mitchell's one of my favorite players in the league. So, huge respect to the Jazz, 43 and 26. Keep it up. And next up, we have probably the most disappointing team in the bubble. I would not expect to say this at all the Los Angeles Lakers. They are 2-4 and four in the bubble right now, which they've clinched the one seed. So I guess this doesn't really matter too much for them. But they are 51-17, and 17, amazing record. But they're 2-4 and four in the bubble. Like, LeBron has taken a step back in productivity. But I don't know. that He might just be saving his energy for the playoffs. We'll see, I guess. And then we've got three more teams. We've got the Kings next, 1-3, and three, not playing too well at all. They're 29-40. and 40. They're not contending for a spot. I'm sorry. Pelicans, they are 1-3, and 30-39 and 39 in the year. They have completely disappointed me in the bubble. Uh, Zion looked really, really good uh, before the bubble. You know, he's looking really ripped. You know that picture that the Pelicans posted on Instagram? He looks, he looks scary, dude. Then he, like, added on a bunch more unnecessary weight, and he just looks out of shape. And he's been playing good, don't get me wrong, but, like, 
The Pelicans have disappointed me in the bubble. I thought they'd be a little better than that. I thought they would be where the Suns are right now, but not, not undefeated. I thought they'd be like 3-2, and two, something like that. And finally, we have the worst team in the bubble in the West, according to losses. Memphis Grizzlies. 33-37 and 37 on the year. It's not John Moran's fault. I'll say that now. A little bit is Jaron Jackson Jr.'s injury. You know, he's out for the season now. Uh, speedy recovery for him. But they have disappointed me. Again, another team that has disappointed me. I thought they were actually going to be pretty good in the bubble. So, yeah, that's my that's my uh, list for episode one. Uh, it's a, I might have longer episodes in the future. We'll see. Uh, they're only, they're not going to be hour-long episodes of me just talking. It's just me. Uh, they're just going to be around 30 minutes. This one is at 25 minutes right now. So, but yeah, that's episode one. Thanks, guys, for tuning in. And I want to see if I can make one. Let's aim for every Sunday. Today's Sunday right now. Let's aim for every Sunday. Stay tuned. All right, see you guys.